gotta you gotta right. graduate, you go straight, straight to med school. school. Like it's like it's, if you don't do that, then it's over. Yeah. Like that, the world is gonna end yeah. if you don't go straight and, through. And let me tell you, it's not like yeah. there's so many non-traditional routes to med school. Like I've talked to so many people, and their journeys are all unique, and I think that's really cool. What is up, fam? I'm Dr. Dale, the author of How to Raise a Doctor Wisdom from Parents Who Did It, the author of Black Men and White Coast, the author of Pre-Med Mondays, the author of the Doctor Doc Children Series, and the author of this new book, A Doctor's Guide to Self-Publishing, Seven Steps to Become an Author and Influencer in Your Field. I'm giving out free copies, so click on the link around this video. And you listen to the Black Men and White Coast podcast, a place where black clinicians have the platform to share their stories with listeners like you. Super excited about today's guests, plural. Not one, guests, plural. All right, super super excited. But before before um, I just do a quick brief introduction on them. I want to tell you guys, man, Black Men and White Coast Youth Summits, get ready, get ready, get ready, guys. About to be on and popping. About to be on and popping again, right? So we've got fifteen commitments, right? So fifteen cities across the U.S. so far, and, and more and more coming in, right? That we, we plan to be in across the United States so within, over the next year or so, right? 15 youth summits and more coming in. So if y'all interested in having a youth summit, send us a message. Tell us tell us what city you're in. Send us a message on our Instagram at Team BMWC. Send us a message and let us know what city you're in and what cities we should be looking out to and, and working to get into, all right? So we're super excited to be bringing the summits back. You know, um, you know, prayers up for a lot of stuff going on around the world. A lot of, a lot of you know, very concerning things. So I'm a man of prayer. If y'all are praying people, man, please send those prayers up for peace, for for you know humility for people um specifically of course i'm talking about the situation going on in ukraine and just for anybody that's in harm's way you know for for safety and however we can help we should be thinking about helping right if we can send money or whatever whatever we can do but at the very least y'all and i shouldn't say very least because i believe in the power of prayer so let's pray for these individuals across the world all right um let's do that all right because a lot of crazy stuff is going on so I, I feel foolish talking about the black men and white coast youth summits knowing that so much other stuff is going on um, but at the same time, we're going to keep on stay, stay true to the mission while we do Black Men and White Coast and work to help impact the local lives. Um, but thinking about and being concerned about our you know brothers and sisters across the world, right? So we're, we're gonna we're gonna definitely keep keep that in mind, okay? Um, so with that said, after I just made everybody feel super sad about what's going on, man, let me introduce you to our two guests today. Two guests, they're brothers. Brothers, not just brothers, but they were twin brothers, both in med school together, Kendall and Kyle Lewis. Kendall and Kyle Lewis. Man, and it's, it's a fascinating story. They say some great stuff in here that I that I really love, right? So, you know, they're going to hit on some great stuff that I really love and um, introduce me to a new quote. It's a process that I think about. I'll tell you the quote at the end when I come back, but it's, it's something I think about all the time, but I hadn't quite heard it in this quote. But um, some phenomenal stuff, phenomenal journey, phenomenal introspection, right? Um and specifically for individuals who might not be going straight into medical school, but, you know, take a roundabout path to get there. You know, they hit on that um, very well. So some great stuff in this episode. Kendall Kyle Lewis, medical students at LSU. Check it out. Hey everyone. How are y'all doing today? Um, my name is Kendall Lewis. I'm a third-year medical student at LSU Health Shreveport. Um, and... First off, I wanna just start off by saying thank you to Dr. Dell for this opportunity to allow us to share a little bit of our journey with you guys. Um, I hope uh, y'all enjoy it, you're in for a treat. Hi, my name is Kyle Lewis. I'm also a third year medical student at LSU Health Shreveport. Uh, like my brother was saying, uh, we just wanna you know, kinda take you on this journey and just kinda show you 
how we've gotten to this point, uh, being in our white coats. Uh, thank you, Dr. Dell, for allowing us to share our story. Um, so we're just gonna start out by, you know, from the beginning, uh, we're originally from Slido, Louisiana. It's about 30 minutes outside of New Orleans. Um, we grew up, it was uh, myself, my brother, and we have an older brother, he's five years older than us, his name's Kevin. Um, we lived in, in Slido, but we mostly grew up in New Orleans. We went to school in New Orleans our whole lives. Uh, our entire family on my mom's side is from New Orleans, so we were very close to them growing up. And uh, yeah, that was, had, a, had a large part in how we got here today. It was definitely a village that allowed us to get to this point and uh, you know, be where we are today. Yeah, yeah. And um, if you didn't realize as of yet, we're twins. Um, that surprises a lot of people um, that meet us, especially at this point. They're like, wow, like y'all twins, y'all parents must be so proud of y'all, which they are. Um, but you know, for us, we know each other and it's really not that big of a surprise. I mean, it's not that big of a surprise to both of us. You know, we've worked really hard uh, to get here and uh, our parents, they just instill like this, you know, appreciation for education at an early age uh, with, with all my brothers. So both my parents, they're in education. Um, and when we were, you know, little kids, uh, before we could play video games, watch TV, we had to like read a book. It was like, read this and tell me about it. And um, once we got old enough to do math, it was like, okay, you have to do your multiplication tables before you go play the video games. So my parents, uh, Kevin and Teresa Lewis, they uh, did an exceptional job, just like um, gardening a respect and appreciation for education with myself, my brother Kyle, my brother Kevin, and that's definitely helped us get to this point so far. Yeah, and uh, just to echo that, uh, not only were my parents a huge influence in helping us get here, but my whole entire family. Uh, like I said before, my family's from New Orleans. We basically grew up in New Orleans. Every Sunday, every weekend, we would always convene at my grandmother's house, which we call the mission because she always let people in her home, like whether she knew them or not, to offer a meal, a place to stay. So we always gathered there on Sundays, watch Saints games, always on special holidays. Um, so everyone in my family had a had a hand in helping us get here. It definitely took a village to get us here and get us to where we need to go. Um, and also just to rewind a little bit about the twin thing, because you know, people think it's like incredible. It's like y'all are twins, y'all are med schools. Like what's the chances of y'all going to the same med school? Just the other day, I had somebody ask me like, man, y'all are twins. Like what's the chances of y'all getting the same med school and stuff like that? And like, for me, it's funny because, you know, growing up, we never even looked at it like that. We always looked at it like, all right, we're gonna do what we need to do, whether it be in sports, academics, whatever. Um, so being here together, being in med school together is not a surprise at all for us um, because, you know, we've always pushed each other. We always practice, you know, um, friendly competition right. and, um, you know, try to push each other, you know, further, which I appreciate. Um, I'm blessed to have somebody to do that, you know, 24 seven and then share that experience. Um, and also on, uh, with that, our best friends are some of our really close friends that we met in college. They're twins as well, identical mm -hmm. twins. We used to walk, walk, walk around college and people used to just stare all the time, but you know, they're both engineers. So right. I guess we're just used to seeing twins right. doing the same things, being in exceptional positions. Right. So 
it's not, you know, a surprise to me. And I just find it funny when people say that. Right. And, you know, when we walk around, like me, when me and my brother walk around, it's like, we don't, I mean, we've been doing this for so long. It's like, you know, we don't realize that people are like so caught off guard, so surprised, especially when our friends who are also twins, when we walk around, we, it's not in our head that, oh, we look alike. Mm -hmm. And so when people are just kind of staring, we're like, Oh yeah, we're twins. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, my brother and I, ever since we were like little kids, we were like this, we like similar things. Um, we both played basketball growing up. And um, I think getting started in basketball really kind of helped us to get here because that was kind of the first thing we did that, you know, we kind of competed with, with each other a lot with that. And also basketball helped us develop a sense of discipline, a sense of like work ethic, uh, my father, I remember when we were little kids, my dad was like, do y'all want to play basketball? Because my dad played basketball. And we were like, yeah, yeah, we want to play basketball. And we were like five years old. And he was like, okay, if y'all get up in the morning at six o'clock and come wake me up, then y'all go, go play basketball. So the next morning, me and my brother, we wake up and we just get dressed. And we go stand by the bed next to him. And we're like, who's going to poke him to wake him up? Like, we're looking at each other like, you, you poke him. So... I don't know who poked him, but we got him up and he was like, okay. So I don't, I don't think he expected us to get up, but you know, after that, like almost every weekend we were in the gym. Uh, my dad was instrumental in developing us as basketball players, as men. And um, that definitely helped us, you know, get to where we are today. And from basketball, we like the same music, same foods for the most part. Um, so... You know, yeah, when people ask us, like, how, like, it's crazy that y'all are here right now. And I'm thinking, I'm like, I mean, we like, we both like this. This is what we like to do. We like science. We like helping people. We like being out in our communities. Um, so not a huge surprise to us. We're just extremely blessed to be in the position that we are in. And, uh, yeah, so basketball, definitely a huge part of our lives, you know, growing up all the way until basically I got to college or we got to college. Um, and, you know, as a kid, it's like, you know, what you going to do when you grow up? And, you know, we love basketball growing up. We're like, man, we're going to the NBA. Like, that's what we want to do. And, uh, you know, you get to a point in your life to, you know, that dream is still there, but, you know, you start thinking about other things. So I think as we move through our education, through elementary, middle school, high school, um, for me, at least, I didn't, you know, think that much about what I wanted to do. I wasn't one of those kids that, you know, from six years old, I knew I wanted to be a doctor. Um, and for me, like deciding to go into this field, it kind of scared me because like everybody I knew who was a doctor, when I asked them, when did they know? They were like, oh, I knew when, when I was, I was a little six. Kid, yeah. And I was like, what? Like <laughs> six? How'd you know? Um, but, uh, you know, a lot of people knew because they had either family members who were doctors right. or they were closely exposed to that field and growing up I will say I had exposure like in different fields but like medicine was one I did not um I don't think I saw my first black physician until I was well into high school like right. well into high school and um and I never really had that many um you know conversations with uh physicians whether they be black white hispanic um just to you know process, yeah, yeah just to like pick their brains about like you know how do i get to this point uh just to talk to them to assess what kind of people they were because i think uh just as important as it is to 
talk to somebody, whether it be a physician, engineer, teacher about their career and their expertise, I think it's just as important to assess that person and to get a sense of who they are. Um, so growing up, didn't really have exposure to the um, medical field, wasn't really on the radar. So right. we, uh, we both graduated from high school in 2013 and we ended up at Louisiana State University in Baton Rouge. And at LSU, I would say the biggest biggest challenge going from high school, I went to, we went to a really small high school, to going to college, a large university, was that it was so big. It was over 30,000 students. Yeah. And I not, think we, grad, we graduated with 70 people in our class. I remember one of my classes at LSU had like 900 people in it. And I was like, this is new. And honestly, that was kind of one of the reasons I wanted to go to LSU, just because it was a change of pace from what I was used to. It was just a lot bigger. You were, you know, kind of like looking forward to just meeting a whole, you know, diverse group of people with it being, you know, 30,000 plus students, you know, going to the football games, just kind of getting the whole college experience. Um, but it was definitely a change of pace, but definitely a change for the better because I think being exposed to, you know, situations you're not that comfortable with, um, do help you grow as a person. Um, and also, you know, kind of helps in every aspect of your life. Um, just, you know, nothing's going to stay the same forever. There's constant change. So, mm -hmm. you know, that was a good change for us. Yeah, for sure. Uh, being able to figure out that balance and, you know, wanting to have fun, but also want to hit the books. I think that's definitely carried over to med school now. Um, so as we moved through LSU, um, we were kinesiology majors uh, for, you know, people who don't know. Uh, it's basically the study of human movement. Um, and in that major, you can you can go and become an occupational therapist, physical therapist, a physician's assistant uh, as a pre-med track, right. athletic trainer. You can kind of go in every direction with that. So I really like the versatility of that degree i mean of that uh major right. in undergrad um yeah you you can um you know with kinesiology for me i liked it because it was a perfect mix of like science with like practical things that you can use like you know we were learning how to do like different types of physical exams like exercise tests on people so we were kind of applying that science stuff in undergrad to like real life at that point so like exercise physiology like how somebody reacts to a treadmill test like those were the type of things that were interesting to me yeah and uh so we kind of we picked that 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 field because you know from early on we kind of knew like healthcare is probably like where we're going to end up at um we both enjoy helping others and being involved in like the community and i think healthcare is unique in that it offers you a chance to help people, but also to, to be in your community as much as you want. Um, so we both chose that field or that degree to pursue. And as we kind of got towards the end of our college careers, we were we were thinking of going in one direction. And then after like a lot of prayer and a lot of like conversation, we decided, you know what, we're going to switch and we're going to, you know, do pre-med and pursue medical school. Um, so we did that. Uh, and we graduated. Now, you know, a lot of people uh, these days, they're, they're kind of like, you know, you got to you gotta right. graduate, you go straight, straight to med school. school. Like, it's like, it's, if you don't do that, then it's over. Yeah. Like, that is, the world is going to end yeah. if you don't go straight and, through. And let me tell you, it's not. Like, yeah. 
there's so many non-traditional routes to med school. Like I've talked to so many people and their journeys are all unique. And I think that's really cool about med school and professional school in general. Like people, they go and do have their own careers for like yeah, several years, years yeah. and then decide to come back to med school. So it's okay. Don't, don't think you have to go straight from college. We actually right. took two years off. And I think, and to, honestly, to, and to, to hit on that, you know, I speak with students, undergrad students sometimes, and that's one of their biggest like concerns that was what brings them the most anxiety. And, you know, applying to med school and thinking about going to med school is a very kind of, you know, nerve wracking experience. But when people are like, you know, if I take time off, like, that's just like, just making me real anxious, like to do that. My advice to, you know, people who, who, you know, are considering taking time off, you know, take that time and take that time to, you know, get more familiar with the healthcare field and also take the time to just continue to grow as a person, go do things, go see, you know, unique experiences because, you know, you've been in college, you've been in college for four years and now you're going to jump into med school for four years. You know, that's, you know, that's nonstop school for the most part. So you don't get those opportunities to go do those things, to go see places, meet, uh, learn about different cultures. So, you know, if you take that time off, it allows you to not only strengthen your application, um, but also, you know, just develop as a person and just see new things, which will, you know, make you a, probably a better candidate for med school. So take that time. Don't worry about it. It will be okay. Just, you know, you know, stay prayed up, you know, keep your family around you, your support system around you, and they'll get you through it. Time out. All right. Excuse the interruption, but I've got something special for you all. I'm going to give you this book. I've written this book. I'm going to give it to you for free. It's called The Doctor's Guide to Self-Publishing, Seven Steps to Become an Author and Influencer in Your Field. I'm going to give you the book for free, but only if you're serious about becoming an author, only if you're serious about writing your book, all right? So this book is for any healthcare professional, anybody in the field of health who's ever dreamt of becoming an author, who's ever, who's ever had an idea that they wanted to write a book about, this is for you. So many people say, Dr. Dale, how do you write all these books? This is book number nine for me. How do you write and publish all these books? Um, you know, I want to do it too. Well, I'm going to tell you how I did it right here in this book. You can see some of my other books right there behind me. And again, this is book number nine I wrote for you. I'm going to give it to you for free. Again, you've got to cover shipping a handle just a few bucks, but I've already bought a whole bunch of these. You're sitting in boxes right behind my desk and we're going to mail them out to you. I'm going to tell you how I write the books. I'm going to tell you my strategies. I'm going to tell you how I hit the Amazon bestseller list. I'm going to tell you how I get the speaking engagements from the books, right? And all that stuff is so important, not because it looks cool and it's nice to write books and such, but because it helps me move closer to my mission, the calling that I have, and accomplishing the goals that I've set for myself in my career so I can impact the world. And if you've got a calling, if you have a mission, and if you're trying to impact the world, I want to help you do it too. That's why I wrote this book, and that's why I'm going to give it to you for free. So there's going to be a link around here somewhere. Click on that link. Get your free copy of this book. All right, let's get back to the episode. So our two years off, um, we actually ended up working at an urgent care center in New Orleans, Louisiana, in uh, the Ninth Ward. Uh, for people who don't know, first of all, New Orleans, like, is a city of, you know, is a family. Like, everybody's a family. Uh, you'll, you'll meet a stranger, and then within 10 minutes... That's you your know, cousin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like you know that person your whole life. Yeah. But we worked in the Ninth Ward, and uh, we worked at a clinic, and the clinic was owned and operated by a Black physician. His name was Dr. Jones. Um, he had a... a insurmountable impact yeah. on us being where we are now but at the clinic for me 
that really solidified that, you know, this is my future. This is what I want to do. Um, just from the, the unique patients we saw, patients who showed so much gratitude because in that area of New Orleans, in New Orleans in general, there's a deficit in primary care and just uh, in just healthcare, healthcare services in general. Healthcare, education, you know, there's a multiple, you know, different, uh, you know, kind of industries and uh, avenues that are kind of deficient in New Orleans. So, but you know, that area was definitely like education wasn't the greatest, healthcare not the greatest, and a lot of people had low socioeconomic status. So they didn't have transportation to get, you know, downtown to actually make their primary care appointments. So, you know, the clinic was like a good, re a great resource for them because it kind of served the purpose, you know, it was an urgent care, but it served the purpose of the needs of that community. You know, the, the people couldn't get to their appointments. So the, the, the clinic kind of was like the middleman between, you know, getting a patient from, you know, their primary care appointment from like three months ago to the one that's three months in the future. So he kind of was in, in that gap. Yeah, and for a lot of patients, it just served as a primary care office, right. um, which, I mean, it shouldn't serve like that, but because yeah. of the, the resources that yeah. are not there, that's what it had to be. And, and we were happy as a clinic to, to provide that as much as we could. Um, and I, I think the part I liked about it is is that I saw a lot of the same patients over and over. Yeah. So you get to know like them as people, you get to know their families. Uh, it used to be so many times where like, patients would come in and they would see my brother and I at the front and they'd be like, man, wait, 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 wait. I want to go grab this person, this person, my family, because I told them they was twins working here. They're right. trying to be doctors and they don't believe me. So I'm going to bring them in. So we, we love that. We love interacting with the people, learning about them and yeah. telling them about ourselves as well. Right. Uh, and in my time at the clinic, you know, I learned how to work the front desk pretty well. And so, you know, as a front desk person, you see everybody. They, they got to come through you first before they come to the back. So, you know, the patients that we saw, they did, you know, patients always express their gratitude towards, the, you know, the healthcare professional. Like, thank you so much. Thank you so much for, like, helping me. But, like, they did, like, something for me, too. They made me feel like, okay, this is the place. This is the area I need to be at. They gave me a sense of appreciation from you know, what I had, they gave me like just a sense of appreciation for what I was doing. And, you know, that that by itself was like so heart heartwarming and just, you know, kind of just motivated me to, to continue going. And like every almost on a daily basis, I think about the patients that we used to see in the night ward in New Orleans and all the nice things they had to say about us, even though they were experiencing so many hardships. It was just like, I think about that and that kind of motivates me to continue pushing forward. Yeah. And also just from the, the clinic, the staffing of the clinic, it was actually a breath of fresh air because yeah. from basically the office manager to the medical assistants, uh, nurse practitioners, Dr. Jones, who was the, who was the owner, like much of the staff was, was African-American, which in, in healthcare, it's just, you don't, you don't see, see that at every level. So that was a, a breath of fresh air. And definitely something that, you know, like Kendall said, like was motivation to continue going, seeing other people who look like you in this field um, had a great impact on us. And uh, also Dr. Jones, um, just somebody who took us under his wing, uh, kind of told us his journey, which was comforting for me, because like I said, I didn't interact with many physicians, let alone African-American physicians. So to hear his journey and to hear his, you know, 
words of encouragement. It right. just made us both feel more comfortable in this journey and kind of pursuing medicine. Mm -hmm. um, and that's somebody we talk to frequently and we will continue to talk to because it's just so much wisdom and guidance there. And uh, definitely that experience solidified coming right. to med school, doing this. Because for me, for a lot of people, they don't have to see something to like kind of pursue it. Right. For me, I, I like to see. I like right. to to get an idea of like what to I'm get going it, into. Right, right. For me to get a genuine picture of what yeah. I'm kind of getting myself involved with, I need to experience that to some level before I kind of jump into things. So like graduating LSU, I kind of knew, you know, I was taking time off because I was like, all right, I'm switching kind of career paths. I think I want to go into medicine. I'm not completely sure yet. Let me see it. So, you know, graduating in 2017 and, you know, finding, you know, employment at the clinic, you know, was just the probably the most important aspect of the whole journey for me, because that really was like the turning point of like, OK, this is what you're about to do. And um, and yeah, like my brother said, just, you know, being involved in the healthcare field and just being, you know, active was was the thing that kind of pushed him to go into the field. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, going forward, uh, you know, being in med school, med school is very difficult. It's just a different pace than like undergrad. Uh, you kind of learn as you go, you encounter new difficulties every day. And I think, uh, you know, being versatile is like the key to success in med medical school. Right. Um, you, you may not be able to study the same way for every course. Right. Um, if you want to do, you know, extra things like volunteering and stuff like that, which you should throughout med school you know working with your schedule and being okay being uncomfortable right i think being in med school you're surrounded by a lot of type a personalities people who you know like i want to get the books in mm -hmm. and you know very tunnel vision so definitely make sure you keep yourself well-rounded as you go through med school right. and uh yeah and like for me the biggest struggle i had coming into med school was that I, I guess I thought that I could just pick up like great, like academic wise and what I did in college and translate it to med school. So, you know, in college, like, you know, I was the type of student, I would get my work done. Like there was a stopping point in college of where it's like, I finished my work, I'm good. In med school, there's always work to be done. So you have to just kind of figure out, okay, you have to make a schedule. When am I gonna stop every night? When am I gonna like call it quits for the night? Because there's always something you can, be studying. So that was my biggest struggle coming into med school was just trying to find that balance of like, okay, let me put the books down, gotta go work out, let me cook. So once I figured that out, you know, med school became a lot more manageable, a lot more enjoyable. Um, but, you know, go, coming into your first year, you know, you might have those same kind of struggles, don't get frustrated. You know, it's trial and error to begin with. So you have to find what works for you and um you know kind of tweak that as you go along because every year of med school is different and you're, you're constantly tweaking your schedule so never get discouraged because you know you're trying to figure out how am i going to fit this in how am i going to fit that in you know you'll figure it out and with the guidance of you know upperclassmen your professors uh physicians that you shadow you'll be you know okay um and you'll you'll get through it yeah and just as you go along just try to remember to enjoy the journey. Um, you know, it's right. school, it's, you know, fulfilling X, Y, and Z requirements, but also make sure you take time for yourself. You know, at the end of the day, you know, you just want to sit back and pat yourself on the back. You know, if you have, you, it's all right to have fun things planned throughout right. med school. You have to, to keep going. Mental health is very important. Right. So enjoy the journey throughout. 
Um, right. And yeah, I try to remind myself that, you know, I'll never be able to do this again, really. Like, it's like, I think about stuff like in high school, it's like, wow, I missed that. I'm, I'll never be able to do it. And that's the same thing for med school. It's like, even though this is like a difficult part of the journey, it's like, this is something you have to enjoy each and every day of. First of all, just to like, you know, get through it, but also to just, you know, kind of keep it in your head that it's like, this is a one-time thing for me. Like once this is done, like I'll never be able to come back to this. And a lot of people don't want to go back to med school, but you know, at the end, like when you're looking, you know, 20 years down the road and you're looking back on your life, you're going to be like, wow, med school was like one of those times where, you know, I had a lot of fun. I learned a lot of stuff and it's kind of shaped me into who I am, you know, my future self, like who I am today. So just enjoy like every moment you can of the journey. Cause I mean, in the words of Steve Jobs, and this is a quote that, you know, I constantly remind myself every day, the journey is the reward. Everybody thinks, you know, once you get to, you know, attending position, that's the reward. For people, for some people, it is a reward. And, you know, everybody's looking forward to that point, but it's really the journey, like each part of your journey is the reward because um, you'll never be able to do it again. So right. enjoy every moment of it. Yeah. And uh, I think uh, for me, as I as I continue through this journey, I think the the what I want, you know, my legacy to be in medicine is, um, is that of, you know, helping others. I, I think earlier in the video, I alluded to, a village getting us here to where we are. And I will never like ever say I got here by myself because that is completely untrue. Um, I just want to be able to, you know, years from now, even now, you know, as a med student, just be some a part of somebody's village, allow them to get either to this point if they want to pursue medicine or to whatever career they want to pursue. You know, I think it'll be pretty, pretty awesome. Like, you know, years from now, if you know, a person sees me and my wife come and say, hey, like, you're a physician, that's pretty cool. If I can just, you know, tell them, you know, that's cool, but, you know, I want you to meet these people that, you know, are my mentees or people I know, they're all physicians as well. I think that's pretty cool to, you know, allow people that come after you to be in that position you're in and surpass you. Um, so hopefully years from now, I have people I know and I'm helping along surpass, right. surpass me in, 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 to, in where I am in, in my journey, in my life. And to just, you know, piggyback off that, I, I just want my legacy medicine to just be one of, you know, that guy, he did everything he possibly could for his patients. Like anything they needed, he was there. And also to just be the person to like continue to pass the torch and to help others. Cause it's, it's all about, you know, lending a hand to the person behind you. Um, because at the end of the day, it's all about, you know, helping the person behind you, helping that young kid become what they want to be in life and achieve their dream as well. And um, that's just a little bit of our journey. Thank you guys for tuning in, uh, for listening. Um, thank you, Dr. Dell again for this opportunity. And just to end it, my name is Kendall Lewis, and I'm a black man in a white coat. And my name is Kyle Lewis, and I'm a black man in a white coat. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. I told you they were dropping knowledge. I told you. Really fascinating stuff. Um, something that I thought was really interesting was, you know, you're talking about being twins, and they, they never, sometimes they kind of forget that they're twins, right? So they're walking down the street, like, why are people looking at us like that? And they forget it. And to them, because they've grown up their whole life like that, they don't think too much about how unique it is to be twins and going along the same journey. And what this is what I found fascinating about all that. 
is the fact that, you know, at one point, Kendall or Kyle, Kyle or Kendall, I don't know, y'all look so much alike to me. I don't know which one of y'all is which. Actually, y'all don't look that much alike, actually. <laughs> but one of y'all said that it was really cool just having somebody there along the whole journey with you to help you develop. So that's a really cool thing about, about twins. That's, that's a lesson that we should take home from this, right? Um, having somebody there, your accountability partner along the journey. So they were twins. They did everything together. They loved everything together. They loved basketball, all that stuff. So they had that accountability partner, right? But it doesn't have to be a twin. So you see my wife in the video behind me, right? See my wife. So first of all, those of y'all who are just listening, check the videos out on YouTube, right? Or watch them on the website of blackmenandwhitecoats.org and make sure you subscribe and subscribe to these videos on YouTube, to the podcast, like them, help us get our numbers up, right? So we can keep on making great content for you all and putting it out there. Back to what I was saying before I got so scatterbrained. My wife, now wife, in college, she was my person. Right? We did all the studying and stuff together. She was my, my accountability partner, right? So Kendall and Kyle had each other, but a major take-home lesson for anybody who's on this journey, not just medicine journey, but some of you all, a lot of our listeners actually are already doctors. Um, I dare say most of our listeners might already be doctors. So even whatever you want to do, right, as you're moving in your career path, whether it's private practice, academic medicine, business, whatever you do, real estate, so many things that doctors are into, right? Whatever it is that you're doing, get an accountability buddy to do it with you, right? Get an accountability buddy to do it with you. The quote that I mentioned that I really, really love was um, the Steve Jobs quote about the journey is the reward. The journey is the reward. And I love that. I always say, you know, it's not, it's not about the end. It's about who you become on the journey, right? It's not about do you win. It's not about, uh, you know, sports are easy analogy. And I love how they talked about sports being beneficial as well. But sports are very an easy, an easy analogy. It's not about whether or not you win the championship. It's about the person you're becoming while you're working towards that championship, right? The journey is a reward, and I love that. I think that's something that's really important for, for you know, people to think about no matter what they're trying to achieve in life, Right, no matter what they're trying to achieve in life as us, you know, we have our Batman and White Coast podcast. We're building, building, building up, right? So, of course, I want it to be this great podcast that's just impacting everybody's lives in and outside of medicine. But the journey, just me sitting here talking to you all, that's the reward. I get so much joy and pleasure from that, right? That's the reward itself. And I love it that Kendall or Kyle, one of y'all, man, <laughs> uh, brought that up because it's such an important thing, such an important thing, man. But, man, Kendall, Kyle, you know, Black men and white coats, I really appreciate y'all. Student doctors, Lewis, I really appreciate y'all. Um, stay on the ground, keep on doing your thing, keep inspiring. The same way, the same way, um, Dr. Jones, doctor you worked with inspired you all. You keep inspiring the next generation. Means a lot, all right. So hey, thank you all for listening to the podcast, man. Stay tuned. Join our email list. We're gonna have all the links below, down below. Make sure you read the description. We got so many links. I know a lot of people email us about swag nowadays. The links for swag is in there, the documentary. Everything will be around this in our description. So check on it, click it, join the email list, stay up to date with what we're doing. We'll see y'all next time, man. Love you. Really